This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. Join us as we dive into Scripture, share testimonies, and learn to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. Thank you so much for joining us again on the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And it's Pastor Benjamin Davis. This is part three of three ways you can have greater confidence about the Day of Judgment. So um, we went through a season uh, pre-COVID in the United States of America where um, there was this really crazy doctrinal heresy that got into the American body of Christ I think it already existed before it actually had a name um, because uh, people were using 1 John 4.18, which is what we're going to reference today, to say things that just aren't true. Let me read the passage and we'll talk, talk about the heresy and then, then we'll talk about um, more how to resolve the heresy. Because the reason, you know, heresy's been in the body of Christ from day one. That's why the book of 1 John exists is he was dealing with a, a heresy already. Yep. Yep. Um, their heresy was that Jesus didn't actually come in the flesh, and John's like, I ate breakfast with him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and uh, and they were saying, well, Jesus really, he only came in the spirit, and Jesus and John's like, uh, he needed to sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that was the thing going on there. Um, but the more consequential of the heresy that John was dealing with was the same people that were saying, well, Jesus really never came in the flesh. He only came in the spirit. Mm-hmm. The application was our actions don't matter that much. Mm. And that's what John said. Uh, I need to call this out. Yeah. Our actions matter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, well, okay. and it also, it removes the standard because if Jesus was never human, then he didn't really know yeah. what it's like to be human. Yeah. 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 And, and Jesus was here to show the perfect model yeah. how to do it as a guy that needs to sleep, eat, all of that. Right. Yep. Okay, so let's look at 1 John 4.18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. Remember, this is the context, in the context of facing the judgment with, conf- with a greater confidence, okay? Mm-hmm. That's what uh, chapter 4 is about. Um, so the heresy I'm referring to in modern days is eventually got a label or a name called the hyper-grace mm-hmm. uh, movement. And this became a heresy in the body of Christ where what it was doing was it was removing the consequences for actions. Um, It was an attempt to take the good portions of Scripture, our identity in Christ, the love of Christ is so amazing. Our identity in Christ is so amazing. I am the, you know, I am the very righteousness of Christ. That's so amazing. But it took it to such an extreme of our actions do not matter. Um, and and then once our actions don't matter, um, you got to throw out, eh, I don't know, about nine-tenths of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so that, and that was the ultimate uh, fruit of that was we got to rewrite the Bible to fit that it's all about this mushy, gushy, ushy, wishy love rather than and there's no actions attached to it. Um, and so that, that became a, you know, the cool thing about it is that COVID seemed to have solved that problem. COVID pretty much uh, seemed to put that heresy in the grave. Mm-hmm. It's kind of amazing that what God, <laughs> what God used such a horrible thing to knock out a heresy out of the body of Christ. Yeah. Um, actions do matter again all of a sudden, which is a good thing. 
But um, okay, let's go back to 1 John 4.18 then, where it says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, for fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fear has not been perfected in love. Let's look at this through the lens of um, how is this going to help us have a greater confidence about the day of of judgment. So can you just kind of look at this? And this is a, kind of a famous passage, mm-hmm. and it should be. Um, how is that going to help us face the day of judgment with greater confidence? Yeah. Um, trying to find a good way to explain this. Clear, concise. For you not to be... Fear is so common. Let's see if I can get my, my brain around this. We're born with it. We're, fear is we're, so we're, common. You come out of the womb with it. And it is so prevalent in today's culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was sitting at a restaurant the other day, and we don't watch the news. Mm-hmm. That's just, you know, I read the news. Mm-hmm. I prefer to read because I can kind of mm-hmm. filter what is sensationalized and what mm-hmm. isn't and all that type of stuff. But fear is so common in our culture and so pressed upon that if we're not careful, we will attach it to everything. Mm. And the fear that I'm referring to would probably be more in the context of the fear of man. Mm. Of We are just so terrified of what is going to happen all the time. Mm. And what that does is that reflects in how we see God, and eventually God is responsible for all of it. Mm. If, we, if we let that path mm-hmm. continue down, God is responsible for all of it. Mm-hmm. And so if you if you look at it from that context, you say there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. God is not causing all of these things to, mm. to happen. Mm. And so there's a, a huge, massive theological conversation that can be had around this. Um, and I'm even thinking of stuff that I'm dealing with right now and helping other people deal with of if everything is driven by that fear of man, it, it falls into everything is God's fault. Mm. Everything is God's fault. So for fear has to do with punishment. Well, we assume that if everything's God's fault, then there is no good end for me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that, that's that's mm. really what it comes down to. There is no good that is going to result from my life, mm-hmm. from anybody's life. We're all going to hell in a handbasket. Mm. There is no redemption. There is no good anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, so extreme, right? And it says, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. And, and we want, again, perfected yes. throws people off, not, yes. not mature or complete. Yes. It would be a better way. Yeah. Yes. And so, so whoever fears has not been perfected, has not been completed in love. If you are in a position where you think that everything is God's fault and there is no good, there is nothing that is going to end well, then you are stuck in this fear of man process and you have not truly experienced the love of God. Hmm. You you are not in that position. You you're not you're not really connected fully to what God has to offer. I guess that's the best way to, to mm. describe that. Mm. And so for us to be perfected, for us to be completed in love, what that's going to do is it really should shift our perspective of, and I'm thinking of uh, Romans eight twenty eight. We We read this in a 
our men's group this morning. It was part of the devotion. Um, and it's God will work all things to the good of those that love him. Mm-hmm. And so we have to shift to, you know, God doesn't cause all these terrible things to happen. And, and you know, COVID was a, a catalyst for that, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody was trying to decide, does God cause mm-hmm. these types of things? Mm-hmm. And I think that's an unhealthy discussion. What I think the healthier discussion is, is that God does use those things um, to accomplish his purposes, to get us where he He wants us. And what, what you have written here in our notes is that it purifies our fear. What do we fear more? Are we going to have a fear of man that is unhealthy mm-hmm. and terrifying and doesn't end up well? Mm-hmm. Or can we shift and get out of that perspective and fear God above all else in the loving way that scripture, that that actually, that word means in scripture to Mm -hmm. fear the Lord. The the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Mm -hmm. Can I shift into that? And so what I think practically how that looks for us, big, big statements, practically, practically how that looks for us is when things are happening in our life and we are tempted with fear and we are driven by it even Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. that's all we're making our decisions by it takes a conscious effort for us to turn to the lord and say holy spirit i need your help to see what are your purposes that could be coming Mm. out of this yeah yeah Um, and i think that's the practical aspect and it's going to be different for each of us depending on the situations you know as a boxy thinker and i am a boxy thinker yeah meaning i put thoughts in boxes yeah i don't you yours kind of flow from one box box to another i'm I'm not a boxy thinker. but my my thoughts land in boxes yeah um one way that i have it has helped me is with with the issue of, of evil is um you know I'm not going to dive too far into whether God causes all these things, but what I do know is this, is that God is the ultimate expert of mm-hmm. pulling good from evil yeah. events. Yeah. And that's the cross. The core evil of humanity put Jesus on the cross, yeah. but God turned it into the best thing that ever happened. Yeah. Now just take that into your life is yeah. that it is when evil happens, God is the ultimate, ultimate expert yeah. at taking that evil and yeah. pulling good out of it, something amazing out of it. This yeah. is what he does. Yeah. So in your notes you have here, um, God wants to reveal his love to you to help you with your unhealthy fears. What you are unhealthily afraid of yeah. could be the best soil. Yes. For God to accomplish an amazing thing. Absolutely. And I think of uh, illustrations that always help me with the fear of God, the love of God, and the judgment of God, and punishment. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because the scripture does reference punishment. And it talks about it, yeah. So, um, so here's an example that happened in what I consider to be a healthy relationship. My, um, one day, my, my wife was gone. This is when we were younger. My family was younger. And I promised my three kids I was going to take them to the park. Mm. But I had some chores to do. So I was doing my chores, and they were so misbehaving that it was preventing me from accomplishing my chores. I think they were fighting with one another in there and doing some stuff. And it it just, (laughs) and I lost my temper. And I said to the kids, You guys make me so mad. And I said, You know what? choose you know what if you want to go to the park like I promised you all have to have a spanking first 
So choose. You can either we'll stay home, not go to the park, or you can get a spanking and we'll go to the park. And the comedy of it is they went and had a committee meeting. <laughs> and I think my daughter may have led the committee. Yeah, probably. It's It cracks me up. They went and had a committee meeting on, okay, so dad's... so. We can go to the park with a spanking, and Dad spanks. I mean, these weren't no pats. These were so so is, or we don't get to go to the park. So they come back out after their committee meeting. I'm still doing my chores, and they say, "Dad, we'll take the spanking so we can go to the park." <laughs> and of course, it just so melted me yeah. that they had repented. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? They had genuinely repented from yeah. their misbehavior. Yeah. That I said, all right, we'll go to the park. And they never got their spanking. Okay. <laughs> so um, it's comical when I look back on it, but um, I, that always helps illustrate this to me yeah. um, is that our actions do matter and there are consequences for our action, but yeah. perfect love casts out fear. My yeah. kids, what that tells me about them, I mean, like I said, these were no love pets. We, spanked our kids yeah. I'm not this is not about disciplining kids but I'm saying we yeah. spanked our kids um, and but their confidence in my love was so high that after their committee meeting they came out and said we'll take the spanking so we can still go to the park I just yeah. found that to be an amazing thing um, and so um, so and and they weren't manipulating me because it was you know let me tell you when we promised them a spanking they got it it was not that would have been a one off that yeah. that happened that way yeah but that illustrates this there's no fear in love perfect love casts out fear mm. even if punishment is coming even if discipline is coming even if if hard times are coming because of our actions perfect love casts out fear. It, it's God loves me so much. Yeah. It's going to be good in the end. Yeah. Um, and that'll bring context to a lot of these crazy stories in the Bible that you see. Um, so I hope that helps, you know, cause we're really trying three ways. You can have a greater confidence about the day of judgment. Uh, because that is really is our goal is our goal is that if you're walking in the Lord and, and, and that you've got a relationship with God is that you would have a greater confidence about the day of judgment no one gets to escape it. No one gets to bypass it. No one gets to get out of it. But mm-hmm. we do get to go through it with yeah. confidence if we, if we really have digested and are living out the love of God. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community in small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. On Sundays, you can join us at 8.30 a.m. for our time prayer meeting and our services at 9.30 a.m. and 11 a.m.